we said it. Hi, hello, welcome to another episode of Now We Said It, y'all. It's me, Quisha. I'm here coming to y'all with a new episode. Now, to make up for this episode being late, <laughs> I am recording a video version also on YouTube. If you want to watch the video version, the link will be in the show notes. So check it out. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm not even about to say why. I'm just gonna, we're just gonna move forward, okay? <laughs> okay, there is so much drama to talk about. I can't, I cannot contain myself. Okay, so let's just go in order because this is ridiculous. <sighs> okay, oh my gosh. Like Bravo just popped off this past week. First things first, since I don't really recap Vanderpump Rules, let's just go ahead and get the Vanderpump Rules tea out of the way. Congratulations to Lala. She had her baby, baby Ocean. She's so cute. They look very happy and she looks so thrilled to be a mom and I'm just so happy for Lala, y'all. Now listen, I do go back and forth on Lala a little bit, you know, her and her little black scent that she likes to throw on every now and then. Like, girl, Lauren from Utah, shut it down, calm it down a little bit, just be yourself. Lala was my favorite person when she first came on the show, but she quickly lost <laughs> she quickly lost that but it seems like motherhood is it's suiting her it seems to be maturing her and I don't know when we're gonna see Lala on our screens again I do not watch any of those movies now I did watch The Row she did a great job in The Row the movie was trash but her acting skills were very good so I don't know when I'm gonna see Lala again I don't know what's that movie <laughs> with um Al Pacino where she had those 2000 eyebrows and what it was a period piece from like the 60s to the 70s, girl, I do not think I'm going to watch that movie. So I'm not sure when I'm going to see Lala again on my screen, but I do follow her on Instagram. So, you know, I'm watching from there. So congratulations to her and baby Ocean. She's a beautiful baby. Britney's about to pop, do not care. But that loops into Jax and their tax issues. Turns out he had like, he owes like $1.2 million in taxes. I saw a clip, shout out to the SUP Facebook group. Um, I saw a clip of somebody in the Facebook group posted a clip of him on live making excuses for his tax issues. Basically, oh, I had a bad bookkeeper, but it's all getting straightened out. Like, it's no big deal. First of all, he looked coked out of his mind in that video. That's the first thing I thought of. Like, he could barely talk. Like, he sounds like he has, like, sinus issues. Kind of like me right now, but his were like, it was a cokey. It was giving me a, a cokey ambiance okay I would like to say I feel bad for Brittany but I don't because she knew damn well what she was getting into when she married this fool so whatever girl and them and the whole homophobia thing like I just cannot get down with the couchies I know y'all hear that that's a little neighbor girl my filming setup for today is a little bit different. I think I'm gonna do this going forward. I'm on my couch or well, my futon. I'm sitting on the bar, so I'm kind of uncomfortable, but if I move to the left or to the right, I'm gonna be off center. So I might do that anyway, because I, I can't I can't do this for much longer. Yeah, so Jax is downplaying their, their tax issues, knowing damn well they are in trouble and they can't afford that house. I think they're moving to Kentucky. We'll see, child, I don't know, I'm just, I don't want to wish bad on anyone, but if I had to wish it on somebody, it would be Jax. He is such a terrible person. So it's just, it's been a real, been a real good time, you know, watching the downfall of Mr. Couchy. They're going through their tax issues, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> now, of course, the big news is Jen Shaw getting arrested for, what is it, money laundering? Let me look it up because um, Vanity Fair did an article, y'all. 
what's going on with that little girl? Yeah, Vanity Fair did an article about it. I didn't read it. I just saved it. So I'm going to honestly just kind of breeze through it. I know that Jen and Stuart got arrested. Stu Chains. Recently, like, she's been wilding like she never got arrested, y'all. Hold on. Let me read the drama. Okay, Jen Shaw and her assistant Stuart Smith were arrested on wire fraud conspiracy and money laundering conspiracy charges in Utah. Hold on, y'all. Let me turn off my AC. Oh, my gosh. You... I thought I was prepared, but I guess I'm not. I don't know if I mentioned what I'm drinking, but um, my boyfriend made me a frozen margarita. It has like strawberries, pineapples, mangoes in it. It's really good. Okay, so it says the indictment alleges that Shaw and Smith carried out a wide range telemarketing scheme that defrauded hundreds of victims throughout the U.S. from 2012 up until this month. It claimed that Shaw and Smith targeted the victims, many of whom were over age 55. Why are y'all doing that? allegedly sold them business services, in quotes, that they knew to be fraudulent. Ooh, chow. Per the Department of Justice, some of those in on the scam allegedly told their targets that they would make the management of victims' business more efficient or profitable, including tax preparation or website design services, services notwithstanding that many victims were elderly and did not own a computer. Oh my gosh. So Shaw appeared before a federal judge on Tuesday. The judge set conditions for both Shaw and Smith, including the requirement that they not travel internationally or outside of Utah, except to appear in court, and that they not engage in telemarketing. Oh my gosh, so I read somewhere that she could get up to 50 years in prison. Oh, no, they didn't. It said Jennifer Shaw, who portrays herself as a wealthy and successful business person on reality t television. And smith who is portrayed as her first assistant or her first assistant allegedly generated and sold lead lists of innocent individuals for other members of their scheme and then of course they talk about how she couldn't really explain what she did on the reunion i was still confused i talked about that like what i don't understand what you're saying what do you actually do though Shaw 47 and Smith 43 have each been charged with one count of conspiracy to commit wire fraud in connection with telemarketing. They have also both been charged with one count of conspiracy to commit money laundering, which carries a maximum sentence of 20 years. Oh, the maximum sentence for the wire fraud is 30 years. So yeah, that's a total of up to 50 years. Ooh, well... Okay, so that's that, right? So after she got arrested, first of all, I have not seen the mugshot yet. I'm waiting for that. But also, she got out fresh out and got her hair pressed. She went and got a blowout and a press child. And then the person that did her hair, oh, let me find the post. She's like not taking it very seriously from the looks of it. Oh, I must have deleted it. Anyway, but what I saw was from what I can remember, she got her hair pressed and she was like, clearly unbothered like scrolling through her phone on, on on the internet and stuff like on the gram and stuff and she was saying like I think she made merch like free gin or something like that like girl why are you doing this she looked very very unbothered and after she got her hair pressed child showing off the hair you know how they do the little model how the girls get their hair done by celebrity quote-unquote stylist and they show their look they modeling their hair and they're fixing it flipping it like this you know flipping your hair touching it and twisting back and forth closing your eyes like batting your lashes that whole thing she was doing that whole spiel just like out here <laughs> acting like nothing happened girl so i'm excited to see what's gonna happen with her i thought they had like um i saw people say that 
her hearing was like live streamed or whatever or part of it because I believe it's really set for like six months from now or something and they said they captured some of it on the show I don't think they captured the actual arrest but I think they captured like right after and of course they got the cast reactions and all that stuff y'all they are really really getting us hyped for season two now I love season one but I feel like season two is going to be even juicier okay so the other thing that I have to talk about is they posted the looks for the Atlanta reunion I'm going to talk about that when I do the Atlanta recap so let's go ahead and get into the official recap let me sit up I'm slouching oh my gosh I look so embarrassing you're on camera this does not look any better but moving on okay so y'all know what's first I have to talk about Dallas <sighs> Dallas has good moments. I feel like if you put all the good moments that we've had in all of these 12 episodes, they would make half of an episode. Or maybe they could make like one really good episode out of all of the juicy moments that we've seen from the past 12. Okay, so episode 12, it says RV having fun yet. So we have Stephanie, she's gonna take the ladies to Oklahoma to talk to the Bigfoot guy, some guy that saw Bigfoot. Okay, so, and then do we, so we have a scene with Tiffany and her mom. Okay, like, listen. I'm bored of it. I'm sick of it. I feel like there might not be that much to Tiffany. I don't see drama. We need drama from our housewives. I don't see the story. Where's your story besides you were raised with a strict mom and you're a robot? I don't understand. So here's my question to y'all. Do you guys think that Tiffany's mom is being nice for the camera? I think she is because I believe Tiffany. I don't think that's something you would make up. My mom treats me this way or my mom treats me that way. And every time she says something to her mom, her mom's like, oh, that's good. Like, that's a great idea. And she's like, what? Like when she told her mom she was going from five to four days, her mom was like, great, you need the time. She was like, huh? I hope y'all can't hear all these exterior noises. It was dead quiet when I was getting cute. I heard not one peep while I was doing my makeup. So yeah, and I feel like her mom is like knowing that the cameras are on her. So she's being on her best behavior, which is a typical mom move. <laughs> Unless you're Mama D. See, Mama D doesn't give a rip, okay? But like people like Tiffany's mom who like to put on a good show or a good appearance are going to be so damn phony on camera. I, I know behind the scenes, her mom is exactly as tiffany says what do y'all think let me know do you agree or disagree with that do you think her mom's like actually nice all the time or is her mom not as bad as tiffany is making out making her out to be brandy and deandra thing like it's not even that big of a deal like why does deandra care if brandy thinks she's not a christian what do you care and i don't think that's exactly what brandy is saying i can't really tell exactly what brandy is saying their whole um, Halloween and religious conversation was very confusing to me. I, I, I don't know what was happening. <laughs> and honestly, I was too lazy to rewind to find out what exactly they were trying to say about each other. It just seems like, I guess, Brandy thought the whole shaman thing was dark-sided. And Deandra was trying to tell her, like, it, it's not a religious thing. It's more of like a, a, a spiritual thing. Like, just kind of trying to get to know yourself. Again, just like petty storyline, fake storyline stuff, especially with Brandy. I feel like she doesn't want us to focus on the fact that her man is out here cheating. What did, um, Giselle say? Cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. <laughs> That's what Brian out here doing. And they, the pumpkin is right on theme with their redheads, okay? Moving on, Cameron and Court in the house very fake again also like who cares buy the house or don't y'all or sell the house or don't this is like very much like 
rich people problems. They, I'm, I'm sure they can afford to move into their dream house and still wait for their other house to be sold. But I think, didn't Cameron say it was a rule of courts that they can't get a new house until they sell the old one? I mean, now that is smart, but if they have all this Westcott money like they claim, bitch move. I feel like Cameron does not need a storyline. Cameron is just funny. She's a, she just, a, she says the weirdest, craziest stuff. And it's just funny and it's, you can tell it's very natural for her. Now the clothes, I don't think the whole, her outfits are natural at all. The things that she says and the things that she thinks are very natural. And it's just like naturally funny. Like, girl, you don't need a storyline. Just, just say your little, <laughs> say your little Cameronisms and keep it moving. I don't want to hear about the house and court and fancy or whatever the dog's name is. Although I do love a dog but they're not showing me enough of the dog and that's not even my type of dog, so I don't care. <laughs> Deandra and the grill. <laughs> Why was that grill so smoky? <laughs> Why was there so much smoke coming out the grill? What was she cooking? I couldn't see no food on the grill. So what was, what was causing all the smoke? I don't understand grills. I'm not a griller. I don't know from that world, but uh, <laughs> the fire department came. <laughs> The fire department came, the alarm's going off. That makes me so nervous when I'm cooking and the alarm goes off. I think we took all of ours down, but it just makes you feel like you're doing something wrong and you're just causing a scene, okay? And I do not like to do that. Again, what was on the grill? So Jeremy comes in to help her. Y'all, what do y'all think about their relationship? Do you think that they're really that touchy-feely? Ooh, I cannot keep my hands off you. Ooh, I wanna have sex with you, like, all the time. I'm not really feeling it. I'm not believing it. It's ringing false to me. And he's crazy as hell. He's a psychopath. Anybody that swims in jeans is is out of their right mind. They're, they're crazy. You gonna jump in the pool in jeans? Uh, no, sir. So back to Cameron and Court, I do have one note. Y'all, when Court started crying, um, telling Cameron about the house, I thought he was joking. <laughs> it didn't seem like a real cry. He, the way, he, maybe he was embarrassed to be crying, but... I was embarrassed to be watching it because I thought it was fake. Like I thought he was joking, but he really got teary eyed and told her we got the dream house. Okay, congratulations. Then Tiffany meets with Mama D to kind of air out and get some advice on how to deal with her mom. She says she wants a relationship that's kind of like hers and Deandra's. What? <laughs> Have you seen them? Have you watched this show? This ain't what you want, honey. But I see what she's saying. She wants to have a, a bit of a closer relationship with her mom. Girl, listen. The mother-daughter relationship is very fragile. And if you are, however old she is, what is she, like late 30s, early 40s, and you still haven't had that kind of relationship that you want, talking to Mama D is not going to get that relationship to a better place. She seems like she's afraid of her mom. And listen, a lot of us are afraid of our moms, okay? I don't have the, I mean, I have a decent relationship with my mom, but it's not like we don't have heart-to-hearts or anything like that because it's a little awkward sometimes, you know? And I've just accepted that that's what it is. It's it's nice. We love each other. We have fun together. But it's never going to get like super deep. And that I'm okay with that. I love my mom. She's the best. You just kind of have to sometimes just like say this is what it's going to be. Okay? Not a mommy dearest situation. But you know, you can get a little closer. Maybe she should try like spending actual time with her mom. I know it's a little difficult during the COVID times. But when things are a little bit better, do it that way. Also, it seems like her mother doesn't really know those twins. <laughs> How well do they know their grandmother? Because I don't think they know each other at all. That's another issue. <laughs> Clearly y'all aren't spending a lot of time together. I don't think she knows those kids. Now, during her conversation with Mama D, I did feel bad for her. She said her parents were disappointed 
in her that one of her twins wasn't a boy because y'all know the whole thing like in China boys are favored more highly than girls which is so sad it breaks my heart and she had twin girls so she said she felt like her parents were disappointed in her so she felt like she like failed that part actually did break my heart I felt really bad for her because unless you're doing like what what you call like the IVF where you pick what kind of like embryos you have you really can't control you know what if you're gonna have a boy or a girl so that part was actually sad I'll go ahead and give it to her so Brandy was then we shoot over to Brandy and she got like a Google alert, a Google alert about Deandra talking about her racist video. So she got upset and she texted Deandra and she was like, I read what you said about me and my racist video. She put racist video in quotes. Uh-uh, take them quotes out because that was a racist video, girl. The, vi the video was racist, period. Deandra received Brandy's text and she said she was just trying to give Brandy props. I don't know about that, but... You, you know you can't be surprised when your castmates or co-workers comment on something shitty that you did something racist that you did of course people are going to want to know their opinions i mean hello why is this plane flying above y'all feel like i live in new york or something with all these damn noises i really feel like i live in the i live in a little suburb in florida and it's ridiculous i don't know if i hope that little girl is okay i did not go check on her so then Deandra starts talking to the crew. I love a good breaking the fourth wall moment. She starts talking to the crew and she's like, I don't want to film anymore. I don't feel like filming today or something. Or she wasn't going to go on the trip. I couldn't really tell what she was saying. Yeah, she was like, I just feel like they're all going to be against me. So I don't want to go. Like she's saying, I, either I don't want to go on the trip or I don't want something like that. Y'all know. If you saw the episode, if you didn't, don't worry about it. But she ends up filming because she was there. So they all meet at Stephanie's house to go to Oklahoma in the RV. Brandy's driving the RV. She's dressed terribly. I'm not even going to get into that. And they're all like in the foyer. And oh, Deandra's like, oh, so Brandy, are you driving the RV? And Brandy's like, yeah. So I was Google. I was Googling searching how to drive an RV. And I got a Google alert. <laughs> she just looked around. And then she, her eyes stopped at Deandra. And Deandra's like, and and she just my deandra goes and <laughs> like bitch go on and say it like what i love deandra for that because that was funny <laughs> and then of course carrie what is really going on outside yeah that might be they might be looking for somebody yet so carrie is loving the fact that they are arguing y'all know carrie loves when deandra is being made to be embarrassed but Deandra didn't look embarrassed. <laughs> and she jumped in like, yeah, Deandra, you should apologize. You made her feel bad. Like, Carrie, this is not your fight, girl. Aren't you and Deandra trying to make up? Why are you jumping in this? It's just because you like to see Deandra in a bad spot. You don't really care about Deandra. Even though you said that you did, you really don't. Deep down, she just doesn't like Deandra. And she just should just say that. Like, girl, I do not like Carrie. I do not like her. Like, honestly, she does nothing for the show. I Like I said before, we have housewives that we hate them, but we know that they're good for the show, so we keep them on. Like, Dorinda. I wanted to see Dorinda go so bad, but when she actually left, I was like, dang, y'all really, really gonna get rid of Dorinda? Like, Dorinda, okay? We need Dorinda. I was actually sad to see Nene go. We needed Nene. Well, not really because the show's like Atlanta's doing really good. But you know, Nene, Nene was good for the show. Like some people are just good, okay? It was honestly time for Tamara to go. I would have kept Vicky on for a couple more seasons to be honest. But Tamara, it was like, girl, bye. Like you're not even, 
it's becoming more obvious her like pot stirring and shit stirring and stuff but Carrie does nothing she's not funny she's not like she's really giving us nothing go girl give us nothing okay as they say <laughs> right so Brandy calls Deandra selfish and then Carrie just starts chiming in agreeing looking very smug in the face child and that's where the episode ends from the episode from what I saw saw it on the Bravo app I did not get a preview for the next episode so that's where we end off with Dallas I, I say that I'm gonna stop watching these shows but I can't like Bravo is a part of me as much as I hate a show or a season. Now, I did stop watching Jersey for a few seasons. I actually feel bad about that. So I'm going to go back and watch those just for funsies and to just like catch up. I think I missed about three seasons of Jersey. Maybe even just two. But Dallas is like, y'all, honestly, Dallas has been struggling since like season one. It's just been a, it's been a struggle. Like, I don't know what they're going to do. I, you can't say that there aren't good housewives to, ha to be cast in Dallas because that is just that is not true I there has to be in Dallas somebody better than Carrie there has to be <laughs> anyway so that was Dallas so let's go on over to Atlanta now speaking of Atlanta the reunion looks came out I love Atlanta because they always dress on theme for the reunion no matter how much they might like, hate each other they always agree to the theme and I love that the theme this year is all black so I'm going to talk about the outfits real quick. And if you're watching this on YouTube, I'm going to have a picture of the outfits that I'm talking about up on the screen here. So we're going to go through each of the ladies' outfits. Okay, so first off, let's start with Miss Cynthia. Cynthia Hill. Cynthia is wearing... Oh, her and Shamia kind of look the same. So Cynthia... I'm surprised they got Shamia 3 in y'all. All right. Um, Cynthia is wearing a black sequin dress with like glittery feathers glittery feathers at the top. Cynthia's dress looks beautiful. I actually am here for the feathers at the top. Now her hair. I gotta get a closer picture. Okay, here we go. Oh, the dress is short. Okay, I didn't see that part. Okay, now. Okay, I like her dress a lot better now I can see the whole thing. Okay, and it's like a short dress with a train. Y'all, I'm here for it. It looks gorgeous. She looks beautiful. She's got the boobs up and out. Oh, this is gorgeous. Okay, yeah, she got a, she has a bob haircut, a wavy bob, and her hair is like um an ashy brown color. Oh, it's gorge. Okay, yes, ma'am. And she looks like she lost some weight. Listen, Cynthia looked good either way, okay? Oh, that dress is gorgeous. Very much here for it. Okay. Now, Candy, I ain't feeling Candy's dress, y'all. I don't even know if that's a dress. Um, I don't think it's a dress. Let me see. It's not. Candy is wearing her mistress outfit from the bolo night. I don't like any of it. I don't like her hair. No, I do like that she's wearing a little, um, what do you call that? Like a ball gag choker? <laughs> Candy get a little freaky. Now she got the whole booty and cheeks out, but it's covered by this. What is it? Like a shawl? Is that what you call that? And it's, it's ugly. It looks like it's made out of windbreaker material. <laughs> she's got on thigh high leather boots, booty shorts, like a bustier top. Her boobs look great. Her hair is like pinup girl style. I do not like this outfit on Candy. I don't like anything about this except for the choker and the top part like with the boobs. No ma'am Candy. That's like, I feel like she could have done a lot better. It's definitely giving me Mistress Candy or whatever her name was at the thing. Now moving on to Portia. Okay, Portia is wearing a one shoulder like bustier top kind of thing like a corset top but it's a dress but the top is corseted and she has one shoulder out and the other shoulder is long sleeve it looks very beautiful it's like sequins i can't really see why is this oh lord it's beautiful can't really tell what the hair is i don't know if i feel in the hair is that a bow tie hairdo uh, i need to see the hair up close 
I need to find a better picture of Portia's hair, but the outfit I'm loving, Marlo looks incredible. Marlo is practically naked. <laughs> um, Marlo has her ass out, the side of her butt out, her boobs are out, her stomach is out. <laughs> it's very little fabric. It's very little fabric. She also has a bob kind of like Cynthia's, but hers is kind of like tucked back behind the head, but they have very similar hairstyles. Um, she looks insane. This looks amazing. Yes, Marlo, honey. She's naked, okay? She is naked. You better show out. Okay, I love and approve. Next up, which might actually kind of be, is this my favorite look? It, I'm really, really feeling Latoya's look, like very much. It's also, it's very little fabric. She also has a train with a short dress. Her boobs are also out. It's all see-through, okay? It's very sequined, it's see-through, it's off the shoulder, but she has sleeves and a train, very short, very sexy. I think this might be my favorite outfit. It just looks amazing on her. Drew, Miss Drew, what is Drew wearing? Drew's might be my least favorite. It just, it's not very flattering to her body. It has one huge puffy sleeve just on one side. And then the other side is like, what do you call that? Um, A cup shoulder? Yeah, I don't know what it's called, but mm -mm. it's like a silky material. It's just, it's very ill-fitting. It just doesn't flatter her body. And she has a beautiful body. Do not like Drew's outfit. Kenya looks okay. It's definitely one of her better reunion looks in my opinion. She also, they got a lot of one shoulder work going on here. She also also has one huge puffy shoulder but it's like puffed up to the neck like to her ear almost with a huge slit all the way up the side on the other side it's pretty it's beautiful um i don't like her hair though i feel like she could have she's wearing like a very high bun i feel like her hair could have been a little bit better but i understand that you have to wear an updo with this kind of a dress but i just i don't i'm not feeling the hair for whatever reason and finally we have miss shamia shamia looks like a dream girl child <laughs> i'm your dream girl the hair is very 80s <laughs> with the earring is giving me very much 80s okay I know dream girls was like the 60s but um or 70s but this is giving me her hair and makeup was giving me like Donna Summer Diana Ross type of a vibe um her dress is cute feathery across the boob top it's cute it's not my favorite either but mm, it's cute I feel like she should tone it down with those earrings though. So those are the looks for the Atlanta Housewives. Um, like I said, my favorites are Latoya, Marlo, and Cynthia, followed by Portia, Kenya, Shamia, and Drew. So those are my ratings if anybody cares. <laughs> All right, so let's get into the recap for Atlanta season 13, episode 15. It's called Cajun Peaches. So the ladies are private jetting their way to New Orleans. Drew said that she was gonna give the private jet experience to all of the ladies and they were all welcome to bring their kids. Kenya brought Brooklyn. Nobody else brought their kids. <laughs> And Kenya said a shady comment. She was like, everybody yelled at me for not, for bringing my kid in South Carolina, but we're given the option to bring our kids in New Orleans and I'm the only one that brings my kids. Portia said, which is what I absolutely agree with, Portia said, it was just, give me the option. I'm not gonna bring my kids, but I would appreciate the option. Y'all, this episode was so weird. All of the vibes were off. They arrive in New Orleans, they're having a good time. You know, they're they're greeted by music and a band and all that kind of stuff and po' boys and what are they, those Zappos chips? I love those chips. They call it Zaps or Zappos, I don't know. I eat them all the time and I never really look at what they're actually called. Anyway, they're having drinks and Latoya announces that she's not drinking and all the women are shocked and Portia's like, the first thing that comes to mind is that she's pregnant. <laughs> 
I don't think she's pregnant. I just think she realizes how embarrassed and how much of a fool she made of herself at Pat Fallon's lackluster Halloween party and then the Bolo South Carolina trip. I just think she realized how embarrassing she was and she just didn't want to do that. But I mean, girl, can we can have a drink or two. You can get a little buzz, you know? She wasn't having it. <laughs> to make up for not singing at her wedding, Drew offers Cynthia... Um, the best suite in the hotel, which was super sweet. And then she says that there's going to be a, a competition for who gets the better room with the booty bounce. Kenya immediately starts with, this is where I feel like the energy starts to get thrown off. First of all, you have Latoya saying that she's not drinking fine, but okay, a little funny. Then you have Kenya here. She was like, I'll just take my room key, please. I'm not about to degrade myself for a room. No, thank you. I'm not about to be do. I'm not about to do all that. Please just give me my room. And so she keeps asking her and Drew, okay, here's my thing. Drew is also kind of annoying because Drew kind of she kind of, I don't, I guess you could say she kind of like pushes. Like she kept saying, why? What do you mean? Like she kept saying like over and over and like Kenya said, like Kenya asked repeatedly, can you please just give me the, can you please just give me the room key? What do you mean? We're just having fun. What do you mean? Kenya's like, please, I've asked you for a fourth time. Just please just give me, like girl, just give it a damn room key. Like Drew, I feel like she bothers me a little bit. Okay. <laughs> I just, her part, she kind of likes to kind of like push a little bit. I guess that would be the, the best word. I don't really know the word I'm looking for, but besides push, she's a pusher. Then they start trashing on Kenya's butt. Drew was like, well, you bought your booty. You might as well bounce it. And Porsche was like, maybe she's having issues with her butt. It looks painful. Ooh. I'm not gonna lie. That's true, Tina. Her butt does look painful as hell. I remember it was, it was the last season when Nene was there and they were at like some beach thing. And Kenya had on this white bikini. I was like, oh my God. I'm not, okay, I'm gonna move on because I don't wanna like shame her or nothing, but like, ooh, it's just those are definitely implants and they, they look uncomfortable. Okay, that's all I'm gonna say, all right? So Kenya goes and pays and get her gets her room upgraded. I mean, I don't blame you. If you have the money to do that and that's what you wanna do, go ahead, like who cares? The ladies change and they get ready for a bike ride and I see a lot of fanny packs. A lot of, I understand fanny packs are making a comeback, but this was like OD. Too many fanny packs in one group. Drew's outfit is a mess. It's like this whole glittery. Listen, just because something is named Brynn, I don't even think that was really Gucci. I just think like the belt or whatever she was wearing was Gucci. But just because something is like name brand or from a famous designer does not mean that it's cute. And it looked a mess. It's like a whole glittery like two-piece situation. It's like, ugh. This is too much. So they take a bike ride through the city. It's super cute. Portia says that the wind is blowing through her lace front. <laughs> and they sit down for dinner marlo did not come because she said her back was she was having back issues and latoya goes to the restroom and she she comes back and her attitude is just off so kenya looks at her and she goes like are you okay and she was like no i'm frustrated and kenya was like do you want to talk about it and she was like i think she said not right now or something like that hold on let me see she oh she goes i'm frustrated and i don't want to talk about it what made you get frustrated from the bike ride to the bathroom? I don't understand because you weren't frustrated up until then. I'm confused. <laughs> what? And then she starts in with the shadiness. I just, something about LaToya. I understand this is your first season as a friend of. You're not doing yourself any favors with your way, with your approach to the shade. Okay, the way she does the shade, it's just very unnecessary. But she starts with her shadiness again. There was like, um, they're eating. So there's like a lull in the conversation. They're eating. And she was like, this is, this reminds me of Fallon's party. This is boring. And Drew was like, what? And then all the women tell her, you know, speaking of Fallon, you were very rude to her for no reason. And even Kenya said that. And 
I think that might have gotten through to Latoya. I can't really tell. I don't think so. They're basically like, you were just very rude to her for no reason. She's never done anything to you for you to be going so hard at her. Y'all, it's a jealousy thing. I told y'all. I talked about it in the last episode. And then Drew goes, why aren't you drinking? And then Latoya goes, because I don't feel like it. Is there anything else? And then this is when Drew again, like nitpicks, like she picks, she pushes, she... She did it. And then Latoya just starts going, cause I don't feel like it, bitch. I don't feel like it, bitch. Like pound on the table and singing. It's like, why you got, there you go again. Like it's just, it's too much. Latoya does this thing where she's saying shady shit, but she's saying it with a smile. So she, it can sometimes come off like maybe she's joking, but I don't think she's joking. And Portia, like, did you just call her a bitch? And it's like, why are you, what is the reason for all of this? And then Drew reveals that she and Latoya went to church together. And on the way home, her driver was talking to Latoya about, uh, <laughs> how do I, I'll kind of forgot. But starts talking to Latoya about like being a better person, stopping drinking, uh, like cleansing exercises, stuff like that. You know, just basically Latoya seems like, she seemed like she wanted to turn over a new leaf. So Drew saw that as maybe they were going to be moving in a better direction and she was going to be helping her. And so they have a little bit of a back and forth and Latoya gets up and leaves. Kenya gets up and goes after her and she tells her, be, be very careful who you tell your business to. True. It's cute that Kenya is still kind of sticking by Latoya, even though Latoya did her dirty. But girl, Kenya doesn't have very many friends right now, so I see why she's doing that. So they get back to the hotel and they break out into, you know, little tea rooms, you know, a little spill in the tea rooms. You got Portia, Drew, and Shamia joins them in Drew's room. And then you have Kenya and Cynthia in Kenya's room or whoever. They're in a room together. I think they're in Cynthia's room. Anyway, Kenny and Cynthia are talking and they say that Kenny says that Drew is making Latoya feel be made to feel like she's an alcoholic and she's not. And I agree with that. She's she is always commenting on Latoya's drinking, but at the same time, Latoya is always acting so damn crazy when she gets drunk. She's doing a Dorinda. She gets drunk and she gets mean like Dorinda. And that's not the kind of drunk you want to be around aggressive and whatnot. So over in Drew's room, I did notice that it looks like Drew brought her own Bath and Body Works candle to the hotel room. <laughs> I do love that. I am also one that travels with my own candles to hotels. I just like to set the mood. I want it to smell like home and not like dried up jizz and a thousand other people's bodies. I like it to kind of make me feel like I'm not sleeping on thousands of layers of other people's dead skin cells and whatever other fluids and liquids leak out of their bodies so I too like to bring my own candle for that very reason y'all should try it it really does make a huge difference anyway so they start talking about how exactly Kenya and Marlo became friends and Portia says it happened the same night that Kenya was trying to expose her during that whole bolo situation Portia starts crying because she feels like maybe her friendship with Marlo isn't real and I feel bad for Portia because she and Marlo were just getting on a really good foot with their relationship and this whole Kenny situation just kind of made things very awkward for them. She feels like Marlo's being fake basically and so it's the next morning and Drew's getting ready for a radio interview and to go shoot for whatever show <laughs> she's filming. Y'all they shoot over to Kenya's room and Brooklyn has crayon marked all over that damn hotel room. I Y'all, I don't have kids, so I, I'm looking at it from a childless 
point of view, okay? That would upset me so much. I, I can't, like it looked like in some of the areas you can't get that out. Like it was like fabric, furniture, with those seating benches and stuff. It was, it was even in her food. Like how did you draw on your food, girl? <laughs> I don't like it. Latoya comes in again. I don't even know if I have to say it every time, but she comes in. They're all meeting in Drew's room and Latoya comes in being shady. She just always has a shady aura around her. She's just like, it would be very difficult to be friends with somebody like her because you just don't know what you're gonna get and you don't know if she's being genuine or not because everything she said is so damn stank. She basically came in with like shades on and Candy has finally joined the ladies. Candy came late because she was also filming something and she joined the ladies late. So Candy joined in this day and she was like, they're all in Drew's room. And Latoya says, I'm like, oh, I got my hater blockers on. Da, da, da. Candy was like, uh-uh, I'm glad I was not here last night because this does not feel, the vibes are off. And honestly, the main people that are causing the off vibes are Latoya and Drew and Kenya kind of but Kenya honestly isn't she kind of is but she also isn't at the same time it's mostly issues people with Drew so you have Kenya and Drew and Latoya and Drew and I know Drew's an actor so I know sometimes they put on personas and they come off very phony which I'm kind of getting that from Drew but also she's kind of like annoying <laughs> uh I, I don't know I'm, I'm gonna keep on I'm gonna keep on going so Drew says that she has an event planned with the ladies, but unfortunately she and Cynthia will not be going to the event because Cynthia is coming with her to a radio interview. So the event that she has planned is for the ladies to go Zydeco dancing. And basically it's like, somebody showed a clip on their phone. It was like line dancing, but make it New Orleans style with a little twerk and a little bounce to it. Y'all, it was weird. <laughs> Portia and Kenya's face said it all. Like, I do not want to do this. Y'all know Candy is always funny about dancing events anyway. I don't blame her. I'm not down with all that either. But anyway, so they go to the interview and on the bus to the line dancing, Kenya and Marlo are being very fake friends. Like very, very friendly. But it's like, I feel like Marlo's being genuine, but I feel like Kenny's just doing it to like irk Portia honestly so they get to the Zydeco <laughs> dancing thing everybody's shaking their booty except for Candy she is struggling she's not having a good time is you know then they show clips of past dancing events and Candy is just like I don't know how to make my booty shake like that and Portia's like you got all that booty back there girl just shake it a little bit shake it <laughs> throw that thing in a circle truly I got a good amount of booty too but I can't really move it the way I, I can move I can do a little bit but I can't really be doing all uh you know, maybe I need to take a couple of these lessons because girl. Portia and Marlo have a side conversation after the dancing event. Marlo says that she feels like Portia changed and Portia says the same to Marlo. And then Marlo was like, I'm going to ask you, was everything Kenya said false? <sighs> I mean, y'all, here's the thing though. I don't have a hair on my tongue. I do think that Portia did a little something with Bolo, but at the same time, if she doesn't want to talk about it, then stop pressing the issue. I feel like Kenya is pressing it so hard because it's Portia. I feel like it was, if it was, I can't even really say because she's not really that close to anybody else. But for example, if it was Cynthia, she might tell on Cynthia too because she's jealous of people getting married. <laughs> uh, I don't know, whatever. If it was somebody else that's, um, if it was somebody that Kenya was actually close to, I don't think Kenya would really be pressing so hard on the bolo thing. I think simply because it is Portia, Kenya was going so hard. So regardless if it was if it's true or not, if Marlo is Portia's friend, she wouldn't be pressing the issue that much. And she shouldn't have honestly even asked that question to Portia. So Portia says, yes, it's false. And Marlo goes, okay. 
but it's like, why did you have to ask her that? I mean, I feel like Portia's lying, but so what? She doesn't want to talk about it. Maybe, maybe she's embarrassed because the way Kenya is going about things because Kenya is making her feel embarrassed about it. And she even says like, she can't believe Marlo asked her that. She goes, yes, everything Kenya is saying is false and I can't believe you just asked me that. Marlo says that she can't understand why their um, friendship has changed since South Carolina. She hasn't told Kenya any of Portia's business, which I do believe. I believe um, Marlo is a good friend and when it comes to like keeping secrets or you know not telling all your friends business I do believe that Marlo is good for that Marlo says that if Kenya brings it up again she's gonna set her straight which was very sweet then they shoot back over to the bus and Shamia is explaining the situation to Kenya Kenya says she doesn't understand why Shamia goes so hard for Portia when Portia doesn't do the same for her Okay, whatever. Portia and Shamia had a little bit of a dip in their friendship, but they have been back on track for years, like since their babies have been born. And honestly, their little dip was only for like a few months. And that happens with friendships. Kenya is so like, she doesn't understand how things operate outside of her own personal experiences. So, so like, for example, if it's not happening to her, she doesn't understand how it can be happening to somebody else. Like she can, she's okay to have her ins and outs with friendships as long as it's on her terms. But when somebody else has ends it up she's like but they weren't there for you when they did this or during this time it's like yeah but we were we're back we were we had a little thing but now we back girl what what is that saying <laughs> child y'all i'm all over the place that little margarita and got in my i feel like do i have a boogie yeah that little margarita got in my head i didn't even finish it yet but anyway so Portia and marlo seem to hug and make up which is cute but we'll see you in more in a minute because i don't know um back on the bus kenya is talking to shamia saying she doesn't understand why she always defends portia latoya pipes up <sighs> latoya pipes up and says you're her lap dog oh my god like girl ain't no way and shamia even said girl be quiet nobody's talking to you Portia and Marlo make it back to the bus. Kenya asked Marlo, why does she seem so down? And Marlo was like, you know, which is like a lot of energy, you know, give me a couple of drinks and I'll talk about it. And Portia's in the back looking like, you'll talk about what? Y'all, it's all very confusing. Okay, so that's where the episode ends. So overall, this was a pretty good episode. It was decent. Like I said, Drew, now she's gonna be a good potster for sure. She's not my favorite person, but I do think Drew is really good for the show because first of all, Drew has a lot of drama. Drew has a lot of drama. She has the stuff with Ralph. Girl, that is enough on its own, okay? Then she has the stuff with her mom. Her mom, that's a weird situation too. <laughs> so I feel like Drew's gonna give us a lot of good drama. So Drew is good. Latoya is even good for the show. Even though she's wild in this season, I feel like if she if she does come back next season, I feel like she's gonna reel it in a little bit more, make herself a little bit more justified in her shadiness. Right now, her shadiness is very very unjustified. This is making no sense. Okay. Preview for next week. We see the women hanging out with Big Frida. All right. Um, Marlo is talking to Kenya and Portia saying that they both have her in an awkward position, which they kind of do, but it's like they do, but they don't because, um, they're both kind of saying like, you can, it's okay to be friends with this other person. Just be my friend also kind of thing, especially when it comes to Portia. Kenya is kind of like, I feel like Kenya is definitely using Marlo to make Portia angry. And Marlo is just having a difficult time trying to be a friend to the both of them, which I do feel bad for her about that, but shall. And so it looks like uh, Marlo like gets up and storms off. And then we see Portia and Kenya getting into it a little bit. Oh my gosh. And then we see a hurricane hitting New Orleans and they like lose power. So they, they're dealing with all that. And not too much juice in the preview, but I'm hoping that the actual episode is going to be a lot more entertaining than that preview was. We'll see y'all. It's like, ugh, Atlanta. 
We're definitely at a bit of a lull in the season, but again, it's still better than Dallas. Atlanta is still one of my favorite cities to watch, so always gonna be here for Atlanta. All right, y'all, so let's move on to Jersey, all right? Jersey. I like to save the best for last, like the episode that I feel was the best, and Jersey is like, these last two episodes of Jersey have been chef's kiss all right chef's kiss all right so let's get into jersey i'm gonna briefly talk about episode six and then we're gonna talk about the new episode seven so episode six was called dildos down the shore <laughs> oh my gosh my i have very quick notes so i'm just gonna skim over my nose and just kind of go from there first of all melissa's body is ridiculous girl uh, her body is amazing <sighs> and then y'all no no anytime they show like a little no no package i I really do fight the tears. Nono was so sweet. R.I.P. Nono. And then um, quickly I'm going to talk about um, Dolores' award. She got the award for working with cancer at David's. She had a party at David's house. Why can't David get more time off work? If Bill Aiden can make it to all these damn events, so can you, David. What what exactly kind of a doctor is he? Because Bill's a plastic surgeon, right? Listen, they're both doctors and they both have very demanding schedules. But for some reason, Bill Aiden is at every damn party. But we haven't seen David at one. So what the hell is going on? I'm just starting to think he really doesn't have to go to the hospital as often as he says he does. And it's like, who's going to check on him? Who's going to check to make sure he's telling the truth? If a doctor says they have to go to the hospital, you believe them. I just listened to Bitch Sash and I think they made a good point that maybe David just doesn't want to film. That might be it. But since we're breaking the fourth wall all over the place, why don't they just say that? Y'all, it's, it's just it's really starting to irk me. Dolores deserves so much better. And Jen said it best herself when they were headed down to the shore. Dolores is giving Teresa all this relationship advice like Teresa you deserve this and you deserve that and Jennifer was like how is it so easy for Dolores to give Teresa this advice when she can't even see that she needs that very same device that very same advice she deserves so much better also and I agree with Jennifer good on all the ladies for kind of talking to Dolores about like girl you deserve so much more like you need the ring you deserve the house you deserve the man like you deserve all of this like why are you only getting a portion of this man it's not even a whole child what does David have going on truly also my next note can Bill Aiden get more screen time <laughs> please period Jackie is honestly starting to get on my nerves. I think I said that last episode too. She's whining. I know Teresa's annoying, but honestly, just get over it at this point. The whole when Teresa gave them dildos, she just seemed, oh, stop, Teresa, stop it. Just like her actions and her way of talking and being are very, are kind of annoying to me. <laughs> I'm definitely team Jackie. Like Teresa was definitely out of line for the way she handled things and the fact that Teresa cannot own up to anything. And we'll talk about it later on in the next episode, but it's literally like pulling hairs to get Teresa to even understand that she needs to apologize. So I am on Jackie's side about that, but at a certain point, you gotta just let it go. Evan seems very much unbothered by it. So why are you so bothered by it? Y'all, I think he really... I I think there might be some truth to it, okay? I'm, I'm just saying. Because Evan seems to want to be like, like, forget about it. Like, it's no big deal. Like, who cares? Like, come on. Like, he's trying to be like, let's let's just keep, let's just move on. And let's just, he's trying to quickly brush it under the rug because he wants to stop talking about it, okay? Because it's true. I don't know, y'all. Did you know? And what is the deal with Margaret flipping out on Jennifer about, um, 
She simply just said that Bill told her that Joe Beningo, Beningo, what's his name? Joe B told the guys that he also heard the rumor about Evan and Jen was just confirming and Teresa was the one that brought it up but Margaret flipped out on Jennifer and then she started going crazy on everybody. She started yelling at Jackie. She started yelling. <laughs> she started yelling at Melissa like girl. Margaret was misplacing her anger. So anyway, let's talk about episode seven, which is called Old Feuds Never Die. We pick back up with the fight. Teresa storms off from a fight she caused and Jackie starts freaking out. She calls Joe B an asshole and she starts crying. She's like, you brought it up. You keep pushing. It's like, girl, they're just, he was just saying something he heard at a, at a boy's night. Like he wasn't like bringing it. He's not trying to give, what is it? Fuel to the fire. He was just saying, you know, I heard it too, shit. And then Margaret starts yelling at Joe. <laughs> There's like a lot of um, Botox tears, a lot of crying faces, but no actual tears. Y'all know the Botox tears, a lot of that going on. You have Jackie crying, Margaret's crying. They're yelling at each other. I'm very confused. You have Jen in the corner pouring a tequila into a mug. Like, uh, what do you call it? What are those beer, those beer mugs? <laughs> She's just pouring up some Patron in the corner. <laughs> Teresa comes back down and starts yelling at Joe and Melissa for not defending her against Jackie. What the? And props to Queen Melissa. She got all up in Teresa's face. And I don't know if y'all saw this, but Teresa kind of piped that. She piped down a little bit. She's like, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. She piped down a little bit. She got a little quiet, little mousy. Melissa got up in her face. Melissa said, so you need us to defend you? Why do we always have to defend you? Teresa's like, I don't need you to defend me. She's like, then what do you want me to do? She flips out, she threw the cheese plate. <laughs> and then Joe Gorga starts going crazy because he's still mad that Teresa didn't defend him against Joe Judice. Teresa constantly wants people to stick up for her, but she's never sticking up for them. And I agree with Joe and Melissa. We got, y'all, we saw the clip again of Joe talking to Nono. You're my father. You're my father. The high pitch cry, I love it. <laughs> they should play that at the beginning of every episode. <laughs> Cause he basically said Joe Judice took everything away from him. He took away time from his father, from his mother, put his sister in jail, but Teresa wants, Teresa is defending him. Like Teresa's not sticking up for her brother against Joe. And I agree. Teresa and Joe and Melissa, they all kind of make up. Like everybody calms down. They kind of just kind of, they kind of just try to put it behind them. Cause it's like, there's no getting through to, to Teresa. I don't think there's literally marbles in her head. She's so dumb. <laughs> She's so dumb. And again, so they try to tell Teresa, listen, this is what you need to say to Jackie. Just squash it. You need to apologize. She's like, come on, you guys, you know, I don't work like that. You know, it's like, oh my God. But you would want that. You would want that done to you. Of course she would, and y'all know she would, but whatever. So it's like they literally have to tell her exactly what to say. Say this, say that. She's like, yeah, yeah. Like she's trying to take it in. Y'all, it's not getting through the marbles. So they part ways. They didn't, they don't, nobody apologizes. Jackie is staying at Melissa's house. Teresa is staying with Dolores down the shore. They're all at the shore, but they're staying in separate houses. So it's the next day and I would now listen between the two houses and the breakfasts put me at Melissa's house now honestly I'd be at either one because at Dolores's house they had like those those bagels with the cheese and the bacon on them and all that the egg love that too but honestly the ba the food at Melissa's house looked a lot better it was more fresh you had sausages and avocado and eggs and all this other kind of stuff now I notice 
like I told y'all, as a person who had an eating disorder, I know the signs. Jackie is still very much wrapped up in her eating disorder. I've been noticing this about Jackie, honestly, since she got on the show. The way she eats, she never really eats at events. Every time she eats, it's always like a salad. Her drinks are always like sparkling, light beer. Everything is like the healthy alternative. She never just like lets loose and has fun, which I, I, I understand, but it's like, you, you still have an eating disorder. You're still struggling. You know, we always still always have eating disorders, but she's still struggling. Now me, I've come past it, you know, I've come through to the other side. I'd like to think so anyway, I could, uh, you know, look at me. But anyway, <laughs> now she's at Melissa's house with all this food. Now, listen, she could still do the healthy alternative. She could have like eggs and avocado, especially from the night before. They were clearly all very drunk, including Jackie. So the fact that she wakes up from a night of all that drinking and all she wants is yogurt, that's not filling. There's no carbs to like soak up the alcohol and like replenish you from the night before. I noticed that they're all eating all this gorgeous, amazing food and she's eating two yogurts and grapes. Girl, you're struggling. I, I see you, I peep. I think anybody that has eating issues, eating issues, we, we peep we peep game, Jackie. I peep game. Bill Aiden pops up. Bill makes it. The guys start arriving. Um, Evan is also coming. They're meeting at Melissa's house on this day. They're having, they're going on the wave runners. They're going on the boat. They're hanging out by the pool. Very nice day. So the other party gets there, you know, Teresa, Dolores, Frank, all of them, they get there. Teresa and Jackie kind of squash it. Teresa gives the most half-assed apology I think I've ever heard. But Jackie's like, fine, that's all I want. I just wanted you to actually like say something. So she did. Teresa was like, so you know, when Evan gets here, you know, maybe you can talk to him for me. And Jackie's like, no, you can talk to the both of us. I'll be there with you. And I I agree with that. You were bold enough to go running around town in front of him, even at his party, talking about him, even continuing up until the night before, still talking about him, but you're not bold enough to face him in his face. Nah, you finna face him in the face. Yes, Jackie. And then, so as Evan's like, he's like on his way, Teresa's being weird. She's like, I don't know, I'm nervous, I feel bad. Yeah, you should. Very interesting to see her like actually like nervous to face him. And then in her confessional, she was like, yeah, you know, usually it's like up to the woman to, to talk to her husband. But you know, maybe they have a different kind of marriage. No, they have a regular marriage. It doesn't matter the gender. You disrespected this person. You need to apologize to this person, okay? So Evan arrives. She's very uncomfortable, but she apologizes to him. And he's like, listen, it's been squashed. I, it's whatever. And they both seem relieved. They all move on. They do a cheers. It's cute. They go on the boats. They go on the wave runners. They're having fun. Teresa's doing the absolute most, trying to take pictures of Jackie and Evan. Oh, give him a kiss. Oh, yeah, that's cute. I'm like, bitch. Yeah, watch me kiss my husband with your single ass. So they get off the rave runners. They're starting to have food or whatever. Y'all, then Margaret and Jennifer get into it. Margaret blames Jennifer for the situation that happened the previous night. And Jennifer, um, she was like, because, you know, you told Teresa what Joe said. So what? The men quickly evacuate. They're like, you know what? Let's go. It's getting, it's getting, <laughs> it's getting loud over here. So the men leave. They leave the food or they take their food, but they move to a separate part of the house because I don't blame. I would have went with the men, honestly. Jennifer tells Margaret that the way she treated Joe is embarrassing. The way you talk to your husband is embarrassing. Margaret says that, she says that Jennifer embarrassed her entire family with her drunken antics at Teresa's house. I mean, listen, she was drunk, all right? And then Jennifer says, well, okay, so I got a little bit sloppy. You told us about um, the sloppy moments you had, you know, when you slept with your boss. Now that was a low blow. That was a very low blow. 
And then Marcus kind of gets emotional and she was like, I was being vulnerable. Like I was trying to share something with y'all where I was taking advantage of. And I agree with Margaret. And Jennifer was like, well, I was being vulnerable too, showing you like my drunk side. <laughs> y'all, last season I hated Jennifer. I hated her, but she, just like her husband, I, I can't help but love her. I can't, I, she, I, she's totally wrong, but I love her. I love Jennifer, Jen and Bill, Jen and Bill. Y'all, then Margaret tried to, Margaret says, the only reason Jennifer doesn't argue with Bill is because he's her meal ticket. And then she said all this other stuff. I can't remember what she said, but even Melissa was like, oh my gosh, Maron. They were so embarrassed, y'all, it was crazy. I can't really tell if they made up or not because I don't think Margaret was down there when all the women agreed to squash it. I think Margaret was still in the house. But anyway, that's where the episode ends. So we get a rest of the season preview. Um, so it looks like there's, we have a host, we had a Halloween party, okay? Frank makes an ass eating comment. Um, it looks like Jennifer and Bill, they're renewing their vows. I uh, don't do that. Y'all know the curse of the vow renewal and the housewives universe. Do not renew your vows. He says like, will you marry me? It's like, please do not renew your vows. <sighs> then we see the no, no memorial. No, no. And we see the trouble in paradise with Joe and Melissa. Melissa tells Joe that he's holding her back and he tells her to go do whatever she wants and they're done. Of course, we know they're not done because we have the internet and they're still married, but I mean, it's not looking good. Um, we also see Teresa's new boyfriend making an appearance. That's cute. And we see more of Margaret versus Jennifer. Jersey. Honestly, out of all the seasons going on right now, Jersey is bringing the heat. Jersey has been good every single episode. I have been loving Jersey. I know we're only seven episodes in versus I think, what are we, 13 in Atlanta? Jersey and Atlanta. Gotta love them. I'm so glad for Jersey because it got a little boring there the past few seasons, to be honest. They they brought it up, y'all. They You know, we get some prosciutto. We get the sauce. Frank, don't burn the sauce. The, the pasta's gonna get mushy. Teresa, come on. I love it. I love all the men. I love how involved the husbands are. They're just such a fun crew. Like... Jersey. Whose house would y'all want to stay at? Would you rather stay at Dolores's house or would you rather stay at Melissa's house? That's a really a tough decision because I love Dolores and Frank, but I'm going to have to say the Gorgas. They have a pool. <laughs> you know? So that's it, y'all. Again, I'm so sorry this episode is late. I think I'm just going to stop apologizing and just try my best, you know, going forward. I'm going to try my best to get an episode out for you guys on Friday. I will be out of town, so... Just pray for me, y'all. I'm gonna try my best. If not, please understand. So I'm recording this on Sunday night. So I will not, of course, not be recapping the new Atlanta because it's not out yet. Um, it's gonna be out in a couple of hours. So, you know, I'll talk about it hopefully on Friday's episode. Uh, y'all, I'm gonna try my best, okay? I'm sorry. Please be sure to rate and review me. Give me positive comments. Give me thumbs up. Leave comments down below if you're watching this on YouTube. If you're watching this or if you're listening to this anywhere else, just please give me five stars and thumbs up and whatever the positive rating thing is that you are listening to this, please help me out. Y'all try my best, all right? Also, if you're watching this on YouTube, I will put in the card above and in the description box down below how I got this makeup look. You can follow my other channel. It's a makeup channel. I also do vlogs and mukbangs and all kinds of stuff over there, y'all. I'm really, I'm really active over there, okay? <laughs> That's what's really taking up all my damn time, you know? You can also email me at nowwe'vesaidit at gmail.com. I'll put all the information in the show notes and description box down below. Thank you so much for watching and or listening, and I will see you next week. Or wait, I'll see you later this week. Bye. But now we said it. <laughs>